0: Welcome to Conversations.
1: And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler.
0: Thank you, Sean. It is Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. This is episode 118. Welcome to Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. Hey, on Twitter, it's really quite simple. It's at Converse Radio. That's like the sneaker without the E, at Converse Radio. And on Facebook, we are simply Conversations the Podcast. If you'd like what you hear, drop us a line, conversationspod at gmail.com. Get a lot of email, and I thank you. Hey, a great show tonight. Wow. We are uh, two shows into 2022, and uh, I want to take our guest from uh, two weeks ago, Alex West-Leffler. You know her from Siren, as well as Riverdale. She is an amazing actress, all of 10 years old, from British Columbia, Canada, and she's also a lumberjill. She is proficient in axe throwing. <laughs> That's right, axe throwing. Something you can't do here if you're 10 years old, but apparently in Canada, it's okay. And uh, she joined us along with uh, Mia Bella, who played uh, Callie on Gabby Duran and The Unsittables. Matter of fact, I understand I talked to her dad tonight. She's on her way to an audition. So Mia, good luck on that. You're going to nail it. And again, the audition is the gig so you get the gig. So uh, you- you'll do it. No problem at all. But again, check that out. Podbeam, as well as uh, Apple Podcasts. You can go to the iTunes store and search Conversations Radio. Or have Siri do it for you. And uh, voila, there they are. All tucked in quite nicely. And we're now on Amazon Music. So you can say, hey, Alexa, play Conversations Radio Podcast. And it brings it right up for you. So it's really omnipresent. Anywhere you go, you're going to find our podcast. So go ahead and check that out, number 117. Tonight's guest, we're going to talk to Stacy Greenwell, standout actress. Used to be a lawyer. Now she plays well on TV. Things are kind of loosening up here, uh, this COVID thing. The more I hear, the more I think things are kind of uh, plateauing which is good good news i hope you're all well and uh, i know i'm feeling fantastic um, all vaxxed up and uh just being careful not going to crowded places and kind of hanging out and laying low and, and again we're getting through this omicron i'm not quite sure yet on that i hear it's like a cold i don't know please please get vaccinated please do that and uh, the mask thing well that's you know a thing as well so we will uh, get through it it's a wrinkle in time I'm going to uh, go ahead and dive right in because again, it's uh, 2022. Man, this is the second show for 2022. My co-host, what can you say about Joey Vieira? He's an actor. He's um, he's an athlete. He works out. A family man, living the dream on the Gold Coast of Australia. Joey was born in Livingston, California. Much like Stacy's story, he had no intentions of being an actor. He kind of just fell into it. I think it was a girl thing, but I digress. I won't. I won't go there. Right now, he's uh, married. He's got a child, and uh, he is uh, living the dream there on the Gold Coast, a working actor. Pandemic slowed things down, but he's back at it. You may have seen him on uh, ABC's Reef Break as well, the movie. Dora the Explorer. He's done a lot of stuff, and he's on a number of shows uh, in in Australia, and a lot of projects in the work and some new stuff coming up, too, and I want to talk about that as well. Let me go ahead and uh, say hello and Happy New Year to the wonderful Joey Vieira. Joey, how are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me back. Mike and happy new year to you as well.
0: It's been a long um, time and we talk we talk a lot, but you haven't been on the show in quite some time. So obviously uh you're there in Australia living the dream and uh certainly you guys have uh, had your share of uh setbacks with the with the pandemic stuff, but but you've actually you've fared very very well you and the family
2: you're getting through it quite well. Yeah look 2021 was a, miraculously, we we've we survived 2021 I feel like in Queensland which is the a, a northern state of of Australia central northern state of Australia on the um on the east coast and we basically shut shut off or cut off most of the rest of the states to our state which meant we didn't really get covid here and that meant that production was in full blossom and I was going from job to job to job. For, so it was a very, very busy year for me. Um, 2022, I, I'm not really sure, because we've opened up. So everything's sort of like, as far as COVID, it's, it's here now. Everyone's got it. I'm in hiding in a way. I'm like self-isolating. because <laughs> I, I start a new film next week. Good. And I, I can't get COVID. If I get COVID, then I kind of, you know, you can lose the job. So it's just yeah. sort of the situation we're in. Uh, I think not just here, but also over there. But yeah, but last year was a really, really busy year, going from a movie called uh, Escape from Spiderhead head with, with Chris Hemsworth and, and Miles Teller, uh, directed by Joseph Kaczynski. And then from there, went into Black Sight, Love and Bloom, uh, i done Christmas on the Farm, Young Rock, Season 2, which will be out in a couple of months, uh, and then a variety of other projects. It's, it was, um, I pretty much worked up until Christmas, which was nice. Wow. What was Young Rock? Uh, Young Rock season two is a new comedy series that came out last year on NBC, and it's basically sort of set up as as uh, Dwayne Johnson sort of tells his his life stories oh. of when he was younger.
0: Wow, that's that. So you've seen that? I have not, but you had to work with him. That's yeah. Um, well, yeah.
2: No, I, I actually didn't work with, I didn't work with Dwayne because Dwayne's actually, I think everyone calls him DJ, um, <laughs> but he's actually he was he was in the US, and uh, I got to work with because these are like flashbacks. Um, I got to work with. Uh, um, uh geez, I'm forgetting his name. I just worked with him. um but he plays uh, he plays Macho Man Savage oh. uh, in this series and okay. we've, we've got an entire episode together uh, with him, um which was uh an absolute uh, we kept calling it a dream job. you know I, I grew up watching WWF and you know macho man and and Hulk Hogan being like the biggest rivals and just I, I grew up with that. so it just brought back these just wonderful memories and even just being in the um at at wardrobe and looking at all the pictures that were up on the walls that they're all trying to match for the show. And I'm just going, wow, I, I saw that episode. I saw that show. I saw that fight. I saw, you know, I grew up every weekend, you know, getting home from church and, and, and watching, you know, the next match.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, that's how it is with those shows. You, you get, you get hooked and especially as a kid, I mean, it's uh, yeah, you got to watch your shows. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, you've totally been blessed. Uh, You come a long way since your early days in Livingston. I know your parents are very very proud of you but again um acting wasn't your first choice uh back in the day was it
2: no look and and it wasn't something i ever really dreamt of doing or thought i'd ever do um i just sort of uh like you i think you mentioned earlier like i was pursuing a girl and um that got me on stage (laughs) and that went from you know from dancing to and singing to, to, to acting um, and and now this is all I do, all I do is acting, and and um, I have had opportunities to also incorporate some of my my dance experience in some of these characters, which has been lovely. Yeah. Like, like, Stace, actually, I, I watched you sing in one of your um, on your in your reels uh, in oh. one of your shows, and I was like, oh my god, that woman's got a voice! Oh my God, she's got a well, voice! Well, oh well, my wow, she's what,
0: I mean, what doesn't she have? I mean, a law degree, you know. She, she was practicing law in Washington D.C., which I guess has got to be a thing. I mean, I mean, my God, D.C., you know. And yeah. then up, she up just up and moved to New York and pursued acting. And I mean, people do that, I guess. But man, that's risky. <laughs> <People do. laughs> I mean, that you know, that's like um, you know, being a fireman decide you want to bake cakes for the rest of you. Know? <laughs> I mean, and, and that happens too. I was in Costco yesterday. You know, you gotta love Costco, and they've got the people that at, the, at the door when you check out. They check your cart, make sure that everything is paid for. And yeah. I looked at her tag and it said 2000. I said, you've been here 22 years. She says, this is my retirement job. I used to make, I used to make cakes here at Costco. She, she went from, she went from work, making cakes in the bakery to now checking the receipts at the front door and whatever else they have yeah. to do. But I mean, that's, that's what it is. So again, you take those risks and, and for Stacy Greenwell, uh, it paid off. Stacy Greenwell again, an actress, Making her way here in Southern California, and I mean in a big way. We were talking before we went on the air tonight. Um, her first gig was in 2011, so I mean, I mean, wow. I mean, I mean, it couldn't be couldn't be bigger than that. I mean, I'm, I'm going back and I'm looking. You know, that's just what she told us. Now, you know, I mean, I'm going by what was you know online, but I'm sure there's more and more. It's actually about about did I say 20 years? I, I, it's about about 12 years. But I'm interested to see what planted that seed because again. People people do this, but it's like just up to that process of, hey, mom, guess what? I'm going to be an actress, you know? It's like, okay. Yeah. So let's bring her in from uh, Southern California, Los Angeles here. It is the lovely Stacy Greenwell. Stacey, how are you?
1: I am great. Thank you. I'm welcome so happy to, to be here.
0: Welcome to Conversations Radio. What were you thinking, girl? My pleasure.
1: What were you thinking? I mean... I w- I was thinking uh, I wanted to pursue my own happiness. And, and it wasn't in the law. It was in acting, so. <laughs> I love that. And that, had
0: you had, like, designs on working in acting early on, before you became a
1: lawyer? No, I didn't. Well, it started in law school, actually. Um, third year law school. Uh, we were doing uh, mock. Trials, And so people got to pretend to be each other's witnesses, you know, for a mock trial. And someone asked me to be a witness, and I got into it. I put on a wig, and I put on glasses. I was crying on the stand. (laughs) And people were looking at me like, what are you doing? This is not what we do in mock trial. It's not, you know, an acting... (laughs) Thing. and the, the, the teacher actually called a recess and he was like, are you okay? Because I was crying and everything and I was like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm having fun yeah. people don't do this? and they were like, no, people don't do this and,
0: and, and you earned and you earned an MFA in acting and we'll talk about that in a second and you've done okay. tons of stuff in New York but uh, you, you are from Washington, D.C. originally?
1: No, I'm from Atlanta Atlanta Georgia oh
0: mm-hmm Awesome. A lot of acting going on there too. A lot of work going on there. There is.
1: There is. It's really booming. And ironically, I've never worked there.
0: (laughs) Really? Did you do any, in in school, did you do any like pageants or plays or anything?
1: No, I didn't. I sang. And so I think that's what got me interested in entertaining, but I had never thought about acting and it wasn't until after I did that mock trial, uh, the musical The Wiz came to town where my law school was in Charlottesville, Virginia and I thought well you know I'll give it a try and see what happens and I got the role of Dorothy and once I got on that stage I I was done, I was like I need this in my life it was just so much fun when I mixed singing with acting because I would get afraid when I was just singing, I would you know, feel really vulnerable and Once I put that character on it, just a whole new world opened up.
0: And stage versus film, uh, a very different dynamic. Joey, Dorothy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I I mean, was that your very first audition?
1: It was. And I think I did it all wrong, too. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: found out. How do you do it wrong, though?
1: Well, it worked out, but I found out afterwards that I had done some things, like, usually when you audition for a musical, you don't sing songs from that exact musical. You do do something in the genre. Well, I sang Home, because that was the only song I knew, you know, from a musical, so I sang that, and... I guess it was enough. They said, "Well, the girl actually knows what she wants to do. She wants to be Dorothy, so let's give it to I her." I think,
0: Joey, I think she's got your story beat, really. Um, cause, oh, cause what? Because Joey, yeah. Joey, started. Joey started in football. Nice. And yeah, t- oh, things I, went I, south I, from there. Yeah,
2: going from playing sports to uh, to, to ballet was uh, quite a, a shift, uh, and then to being on stage and. Yeah, look, I I can say I wasn't as I, I didn't nail my first audition. <laughs> I don't think I nailed my first ten auditions. How did the whole ballet thing work out
0: with you and the other football players,
2: though? That must have been they made fun. They made look. Yeah. It was you know you you get made fun of. It's it's not a very look this industry the arts it's just it's not a very macho. You know I I can say thanks to someone like Dwayne Johnson. He's you know he's 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 helped us out. But yeah. back in the day, it 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 was it was. It was frowned upon. It was, it was, you were laughed at, um, and you, you laugh with it. You just go along with it or you, you know, your feelings get hurt, but you just sort of let it go. Um, and I, I think that's probably why I also left town. Um, because I, I don't feel like I, I, as far as what I wanted to do with my life, I don't think I, I belonged in that, in that community. Um, it was what raised me. It's who I am today because of that, but, uh, it's, I needed to, I needed to get away, in order sure. to, to blossom, um, yeah. people like Stacy leaving going to LA. Um, I don't know, and, and it's it, I can tell you this much too, like go, and then going from Hollywood to to Australia was. Yeah. I I honestly, my wife was like, you're gonna have to get a real job, and I was like, <laughs> my resume says I've, I've done this many commercials, I've done these TV shows, and who's gonna hire me? <laughs> no, no, I... like to pretend to be a cop. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you,
0: I've had guests on this show that right now are waiting tables. It's not always a gravy train. It's not the work's not always there. Um, when it's not, you've got to, um, you know, you've got to pay those bills somehow. Correct, yeah. That's you got to do I and mean, There's I, a
2: lot of pressure when you've got a family and you've got a yeah. mortgage and you've got to try and, you know, keep your health medical. When I was in L.A., look, I had everything I had, you know, I'd be able to pay for everything. I had my insurance and my, my family cover through SAG-AFTRA uh, medical it was good, it was going really good. And then I was, and then my wife got this job out in Australia and it was like, we had 30 days to pack up and move. And I just had to, I dropped all of that. And then we show up, wow. you know, she's going to work, running a company and I'm, I'm going to the gym. <laughs>
1: <laughs> St-
2: <laughs> so
0: so Stacy, uh, brothers and yes. sisters?
1: Oh no, an only child. Only
0: child, okay. So mm-hmm. growing up in Atlanta, you, you went to college in Atlanta as well?
1: I went to Georgetown in D.C.
0: Okay, and then you got your degree. And you, How long did you practice mm-hmm. law for? How many years?
1: Uh, I was in a law firm doing securities and bankruptcy for two years. Then uh, I went and got my master's in acting. And then afterwards, like my day job, <laughs> like you were talking about waitressing or whatever, yeah. my day job was being an attorney. And then at night I would do plays and musicals. So it was a nice yeah. Survival job, if you will. I did that for three more years in New York, but then when I came out to L.A., I stopped practicing.
0: And your parents, obviously, your parents. Parents are always very, very supportive for the most part. What was their opinion of you doing this? How How were they about this? Because that's quite a change.
1: Very. It is. It is um, very supportive. My mom. She was happy for me. I think my mom wanted me to go to graduate school. That was really important to her to get an education. But once I had done that, she was like, fly, little birdie. Do what you want to do. Wow. She was proud of me. She knew that I was going to be happier as as an actress. So she supported me. She was happy.
0: Again, you're starting out on stage and doing plays and things at night. When did you get the agent and start booking stuff on TV and film? Because, man, you, you literally have worked nonstop. I mean, <laughs> Thank you. you're blessed. Seriously.
1: Well... I appreciate that. Um, I kept looking for the right time to leave. I always knew I wanted to go to LA, but you know, people said, you need these credits and that credit. You need this agent. And I didn't have any of those things. And I just had the desire to do television. And I said, hey, there's no better time than winter in New York to decide to go yeah. to somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs> I think I decided in December that I was done with New York because it was so cold. By February, I was here in LA, and um, I, I think I started doing a week-long workshop where you could meet casting directors yes. and and agents. You know what I'm talking yep, about. I've done that one. Um, yep. And it was, it was great. You know, I just, I hit the ground running and I met a lot of people and I was actually able to get an agent within the first week that I was here.
0: Wow. 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 So. That's, uh, that's
1: <laughs> it was It was, it was fortunate.
0: Joey, you really started doing a lot of uh, behind the scenes stuff when you when you came to Hollywood, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I worked with, um, geez, MTV, E! Entertainment. Um, God, I even did some casting uh, working with Crystal... Blue or something so weird, um, lady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Crystal. I hope she's not we listening. just called you out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not sure if she's still alive. Yeah, actually. you're not getting that Christmas card this year, but it was, yeah, it was that was an interesting office. Um, and that was back with you know that black and white headshots, resume stapled sure. to the back of it. You know, I, um, I really, you know, what I, I really wanted to figure out where I wanted to be, whether it be in front of camera or behind the camera, and producing, writing, um. Well, I, I, look, I didn't know. I did, really didn't know. I, I, I enjoyed acting, but I just did. I hadn't really had a taste of all different sides, so that's what I wanted to to just get get the flavor of and see if if it was something I wanted to continue doing. So, um, working with the entertainment, Jeff Shore, I believe, is a producer I worked with. Um, I, like I did a lot of grunt work, you know, yeah. um, working, I did, uh, remember the show Singled Out on MTV? Sure. Oh yeah. Um, uh, yeah. back in the mm-hmm. mid nineties, oh, mid, sorry, late nineties. Um, I worked on that one as well. And that was part of casting production, working with, with the, uh, with, uh, cast as, as far as being like a, it was like a Wrangler and then, look, you, you did, you did all kinds of jobs mm-hmm. and they were all different and I liked it. And when I had a chat with Jeff Shore, um, at e entertainment, he said to me, you know, how's it going? How do you like it? What are you feeling? I said, you know, what? I think I'd prefer being in front of camera. And he says, then do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Stop this, leave all this behind, go and, and act. You know, you gave it a try. And I said, yeah, I'm I, I mean, I completed my, the program cause I, I, yeah. I really wanted to, and I enjoyed working with him. Uh, and even on MTV, I had a blast. Um, I think everyone there has a blast. Um, yeah. But being in front of cameras is really what I wanted to do, so I just continued studying it. Uh, and I did, a, like, I did a lot of studying. I got my bachelor's at, a, at a Cal State University in Northridge uh, and then did the Meishner program for two years at, at John Barron, D.W. Brown Studio, and then continued working with um, Brian Reese in, in Hollywood, and I worked with him for about five years, um, as well as other, other acting coaches and stuff. Really got the ins and outs as far as what to expect, as far as auditioning, as far as on set. And just, you know, I just... You know, again, I wasn't booking booking every audition. I didn't book right. my first audition ever, but but there was a lot of training involved, and I had all of that plus being on set from the different projects that I did, uh, and and came out to, to what well, came out to Australia. I had all that with me, and I had a lot more than what others had. But I also had, you know, the American. You know, I'm a, I'm American. I'm a Latino American, and and there aren't very many here like in Los Angeles. So the odds are just better. Yeah. Um so a lot of those American projects coming out here and they're looking for locals, you know, to play these different American roles. Um, I now was I was, you know, I was I was in the running. It's between yeah. me and someone else. It's you know, it's between me and, and three other guys from most projects.
0: There are a lot um, of actors out there, a lot of actors in New York, a lot of actors in, in Hollywood and LA trying to make it. And when I run across a resume like Stacey Greenwell's, um, Oh geez, I'm I mean, just counting all the. It's six pages, okay? I went on my printer. <laughs> yeah. six pages. I mean, I, I mean, this is it, Guys. and it's like, I mean, I, I was, I'm like, wow. And it, again, did wow. did it did it, ha- did it happen silly. fast for you, Stacy, or was it a process?
1: Oh, it's it's definitely a process. It's still a process. I I have not arrived yet. I will. I don't know. I've been I'm, very I'm fortunate, though. Here. I'm I'm happy and blessed to have worked as much as as I have. But, yeah, it's a process. I do not book all the auditions <laughs> that I go on. Trust me, I do not. I, I'm not I don't, I, I don't post about those. I had to yeah. tell a friend of mine. He's like, oh, you're out. I said, listen, I don't tell you about the ones I don't get.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sit and count these because there's a lot here. But I'm telling you, you got some, <laughs> some fantastic uh, projects you worked on. And, of course, uh, we'll talk about Unplugging. That's coming up pretty soon as well. But let's go ahead and stop mm-hmm. down just one second, folks. You are tuned to... Episode 118 of Conversations Radio. We are live with Stacey Greenwell and my co-host, the wonderful Joey Vieira, all the way from the Gold Coast of Australia. And again, it is a lot to learn to navigate it all as well. Do, do your agents and the acting schools, they kind of groom you for that?
1: To be honest with you, you kind of just learn as you go. Um, so you know, acting school... We had a a business, um, center, if you will, but it's, it's not the same as real life. You know, you, you hear some things about auditioning, but until you do it, you really don't know. And it's best to really get a community of actors, people you can talk to, people you can ask, um, go, I used to go to workshops all the time. They don't do that, um, as much anymore, but to talk to a real casting director and find out, you know, what it's like in a room, those things are invaluable. But you really yeah. learn as you do.
2: So you are kind of just yeah, run out there, yeah. Yeah, because each one's different. Every casting director sort of has their own little pet peeves in a way too. That's right. Um, so there's going to be things you can do with one casting director that is absolutely not allowed in another casting director's office. And it'll, look, the unfortunate thing is, is sometimes you know you you only learn that by making that mistake, and then they. They may not see you for a while because of it. Um this, and this how many cast directors are in LA? Oh.
1: Tons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you find out what makes you comfortable in the room, things that you need to do to make sure that you can give your best performance, you know. And as you do it, you become more and more confident, you know. It what's, just What's takes amazing
0: time. what's amazing is the fact that in good times, at any given moment there's about one thousand Productions going on in Los Angeles—that's music videos, commercials, TV shows, uh, also video gaming, and then there's, then voiceovers—the whole thing as well. When we didn't get into that, but um, th- that being said, there are a lot of actors too that are trying now. Certainly, um, you know, Joey, when you started doing this, and, and probably for you as well, Stacy, you know, social media was just starting to kind of find itself, as well as you know all the uh, streaming services—you know, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. I mean. The, the there's so many outlets out there now to stream this stuff. You would think that things would get better, but that means it's, it's again, it's numbers. More people are trying out for gigs. A lot of people out there are, are doing the self-tapes. Some are going in. Now, do you, you go in for auditions? Or you like the self-tapes?
1: I used to like going in, you know, in person because you get a feel for the casting director. You get a little chance to chat and... You know, I, I I'm a people person, sure. so I you know I like that part. But hey, that's not an option right now. So um, now I have to really really enjoy self tapes because that's what I'm doing, and I've I've learned to love it more and more. You know, um, because it's it's what we have to do. There are no options, and now I see the freedom in it because you get to do it as many times as you want to, which sure. is a double edged sword. Um, because you can also do it too many times where you're like, all right, all right, I- I'm done. But um, you know, you get to frame it, you get to be the director, you get to, you get to tell the story the way that you want to tell it. So that really is a, a benefit as well. And so I've I've learned to embrace it. Most of these
0: mm-hmm. most of, most of these jobs you booked were they all self tapes,
1: or did you go um and- no, I would say no. You know, just since the the pandemic started. All of those have been self tapes, but before then, good old fashioned in the now, room if, auditioning.
0: I wonder if there's an advantage of, of going in rather than doing self tapes. If there's a, if your chances are better, or what do you think, Joy?
1: Um,
2: chances are, but you know, look, we're all a little different. Some of us get a little, you know, you get you get anxiety when you go in, yeah. Um, and, and that that can kill you in the room. And when you're when you're able to be like, say, saying you're you're in you're in your own space and you've got. You're the director, you're the cinematographer, you're the sound, you're lighting. Um, mm-hmm. You are also and a lot of times, like sometimes you have other actors, which is great to come in and work with you or you get them to, to screen, you know, you get them to uh, to do a, a video uh, mm-hmm. with you while you're you're testing. or you record your own voice and you sped up spaces between that and have that playing so that you can play off of yourself. Um, so there's a lot of we've got loads of tools these days. Um, and and we've just got to train ourselves to be able to create a scene and frame it in a way where it shows me my character off uh, as opposed to the rest. It's, I don't know, look, I've I've got it down to a T. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but the thing, too, is is like we're very limited with the information. And, but the advantage of going into the room is the casting director has all the information. He'll tell you exactly where you're coming from or what they want in this character, why the director really wants to see you for this role.
1: Right? So you've got a lot more insights. when, when You don't, don't have that when you're at home doing a self-test. That's uh, right. You can't be redirected. A lot of times in the room, they'll say, oh, okay, that was good, but can you do it this way? Yeah. You don't have that, so you just got to give it give it your all
2: and hope for the best. Look, Stacey and I probably both have the same, right? We have a, a designated room with a gray black drop, camera on a <laughs> tripod, mic. We've got the whole thing set up because... We can get. I can get one while we're having this. We both probably have auditions coming in as we're talking. Right. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> but, we, but we've got to be ready for it. And it's just—it's a different world now. And this is only for the past two years. Prior to that, it was all in the room. It yeah. was all in the room. Right. We've trained ourselves to be good at this because if we don't, we're going to get left behind. Right.
1: That's right. You got to acclimate, and it's not just about the acting you have to understand the camera, you know, like right. if you have a crappy background or you're not wearing the right thing or the, you know, your, your eyes, they can't see your eye, right. Your framing <laughs> your clothes, like everything. If you don't have it together, you know, you're, you're messing up an opportunity. Yeah. So. Editing.
2: You got to learn how to yeah. edit
1: too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You
0: know what? Stacy, <laughs> so it's, 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 it's work for you. It's work for you and it's incredible. I'm looking at your, your resume. And again, I, I, Joey, you saw it as well. A lot of stuff's location stuff. Some of it's on a soundstage. Do you remember Stacey the first time you drove onto a studio a lot? Remember that emotion?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Do I remember the first time? Yeah, I do. Well, really, I'm remembering one of my first auditions that was on a lot, and oh. I was I was nervous. I was excited. It was like, oh, this is the real deal. It was for criminal minds oh wow and they they have a trailer um where it seemed like about 30 people was, were in that room oh, i mean I, <laughs> I don't know why there were so many people in the room now there may have been 10 in actuality but it just seemed like so many people and right I, I was not prepared for that <laughs> but i just thought about it like you know what this is like a, a play and i have a little audience here and you know i've done plays before i could do this and so you just you just go with it but um it just seems so grand you know when when you're really when you're really there on a studio lot
0: i mean you've worked on i mean obviously parenthood that's universal i mean again a huge show had a really good run great uh, show and i work, love uh, parenthood. your first gig here on, it says rocky versus goliath what was that
1: Yes, Will to Live. That was my very first TV appearance. I remember the audition for that. Um, I played a a mother whose son had been paralyzed um, on in a football game, like a high school son who had been um, paralyzed. And it was based on a, a real-life story, so I was doing like a, a reenactment. And um, I went in, I did the audition, I felt really good about it. I got in the car and I called my mom in the parking lot and I said, Mom, it was fun. I had my first audition and I think it went well and then the line clicked and I said, Well, hold on for a second. Someone's on the other line and it was the casting director. I had wow. gotten the job.
0: That fast. <laughs> wow. I love that story. I'll tell you, The world is your oyster, Stacey Greenwell. The world is your oyster. Ugh. Remember, remember they those all days, Jeremy like remember that. that? Remember those days what was those, that? those first
2: auditions? When you, when you I mean feeling the emotion i mean you know what's 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 um yeah you know what's funny is is i I think a lot and i'm guilty of this is a lot of us start to count the money you know (laughs) And i I think that early on i think i did that i did that a lot i think especially commercial auditions because you you get you know you get paid really well doing commercials um as the more they play the more you get paid um I think a lot. Of, I think I, I'm sh- I'm almost positive. I had gone out at least once or twice after booking something, just went out and bought something, um, just because I, I booked a role. It's not like that anymore though. Now I'm just like you know, <laughs> when it comes in, it comes in. It pays a bill. I'm happy.
0: It's uh, yeah. It's Uh-oh. it's a job. It's a job for sure. Yeah. Um. But uh, you went from actually uh, the early roles. I, I there's so many I can't. We need like a two hour show to go through all these these jobs you've booked. I mean, wow, Stace. I mean, this is incredible. And then, uh, then you go right to Grey's Anatomy. I mean, you talk about an iconic show that has had a huge run.
1: That was a great time. I got to work with Sandra Oh, Oh. who I adore. I just adore. Isn't she wonderful?
0: She's a, she's a role model. She really is a positive role model and a very powerful presence Mm -hmm. on that show and in Hollywood too. She's done a lot of stuff.
1: Absolutely. Um, the tv show she's on now um eve t- uh, what's it called uh chasing eve? killing eve killing okay. eve are you familiar with that show i have not watched so it. good sandra stars in that you, but I'm sure you should put good. it on your list uh, grace, it's worth the
0: watch uh grace and frankie of course Lily tomlin and uh, jane fonda
1: oh my god they're icons just sitting in the trailer and listening to them uh jane fonda and martin she just talking to one another i just was sitting there just grinning like a chessy cat they were on excited to be in their company
0: they were on howard's turn not too long ago i don't listen to howard very often but it it came across and they were they were on there and they were just they were hilarious but you look at uh, i mean both of them of course lily Lily Tallman, comedian uh from 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 the days of laughing that's before your time joy um and um, Jane Fonda, I mean, she's Mine done just too. you know comes from a from an actor family. I mean, <laughs> That's right, I mean, yeah, thank you, Stacey. Yeah, you're right behind <laughs> me. You, you know how old I am. Um, and, and again, Jane Fonda working on on Golden Pond and all this, all this stuff she did with her her dad, you know, Henry Fonda. And again, you're working with I mean, it's Hollywood. Those are A-list actors you're working with, which is amazing. Oh my god! I mean, you, you,
1: I adore her. I adore Jane Fonda. <laughs> Such yeah. a legend. She came to the Actors Studio when when I was in school, and uh, did you know she she spoke with James Lipton, and I remember her talking about the importance of vocal work, and you know, and how she's how her voice has changed over the years, and 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 how I don't know it kind of reflects where she is in life. It was just an interesting conversation. I really, I really admire her.
0: AJ and the Queen. Now that is a another iconic show how was that you had a good run on that one
1: uh aj and the queen that's with um rupaul right uh yeah it was a, a, a great show yeah absolutely rupaul is so sweet and such a nice person and it was it was great to work with him most, absolutely.
0: Uh, most recently mayor of kingstown playing mm-hmm. uh, abby Steele, and uh, again a, a good run on that and how's that been for you
1: Amazing! I got to do that in Canada, and uh, everyone treated me nice there. It was it was great. I um, I spent some time there on and off for about two months, so I was there for quite a a long period of time, and um, it was just great. Everybody, I got to work with Diane Weist. Oh. oh, my goodness, a legend! <laughs> she was amazing. She was amazing. Um, what can I tell you about her? We we did one scene that I actually didn't know I was going to be in, um, they kind of threw me in it. It was the scene where we were running from uh, uh, some chaos. I don't, I guess I shouldn't tell what's happening in the show, but we were running. Let's just say that it's <laughs> for still people running. who haven't seen it.
0: They're still airing huh? right now. The episodes are still airing, right? Yeah.
1: Um, there it's done for the season, but yeah, it'll still it's still on. I think the last episode was two weeks ago. So maybe I shouldn't tell that story. But I'll just tell you, she's wonderful and I enjoy working with her. You know, it, her.
0: it's important, Joy, when you when you get those opportunities working with people like that, actors like that, you really tap into them and just try to try to learn and, and gather as much as you can and, and don't be afraid to ask
2: questions, you know. Um, yeah, Stace, what's one of the coolest things you've learned on set from, from some of the actors that we, I guess you, you've you looked up to?
1: Well, a lot of times, I, I actually don't ask a lot of questions when I'm on set, because I'm trying to stay out of the way and let people have their process. But just from looking, um, I remember Jane Fonda—let me see, I'm trying to think of what I can say and not say. <laughs> <laughs> But.
2: Yeah, say what you can she,
1: say. I know, right? <laughs> what I can say, right? I don't want to get in trouble. A lot of Maybe listeners. A lot of listeners. Yeah, after after being on air. Um, what can I tell you? Well, here's something that I learned about myself. <laughs> Let's okay. tell you that uh, with being working with all these stars. I used to really try to stay out of the way, be as small as I can, not really talk that much, just do my job and get out of the way. But Over time, I realized, hey, they called me onto this show because they like what I do. I should be proud of it. I'm a part of the team. I don't have to disappear. I can talk to these people and have regular conversations and um, engage them. I don't have to make myself small. And I think that was an important lesson for for me to learn in my career. Um, I remember working with Amy Adams, who's amazing and um you know and just being able to have a just a regular chat with her she she was so engaging you know where are you from how'd you get into acting all that type of stuff so just understanding their people too I don't have to be intimidated I don't have to feel you know less than where every every person from the extras the co-star everybody makes that 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 project work no no job is small right. every every job is important so it took me a while right. to realize that but
2: you you're right though I you know giving them giving everyone their space and understanding that or respecting the fact that you look know, we, we've all got these you know we, we're all playing different characters uh, we some of us have much bigger roles than others and there's a lot of time that goes into these things that each of us have to dedicate and um, and it's giving them respect and not being in the way or start like for me, I always try not to start a conversation. I say hello. I'm, I'm as respectful as possible. And I let them as far as, you know, if these are the bigger roles or the bigger actors. I, I let them make that choice whether they want to continue mm-hmm. a conversation or want a conversation. And if they don't, I totally respect right. that. Um,
1: Absolutely. I mean, basically, you just treat them the way you would anybody, you know what I mean? They're they're just people and so you know i i wouldn't bombard them with all of the questions and you know in their faces and like with amy adams we were working on some really emotional stuff you know and so i definitely wanted to give her her space the same way i like space when i'm working on emotional stuff you know
0: at the end of the day you guys are all part of the same story
1: exactly and
0: and and again it's wonderful And, and again your latest project um tell me about unplugging unplugging is your latest work
1: Unplugging, a movie that I did, I think it was the first project I did during the pandemic. So I was still a little afraid to be on set, but at the same time excited. (laughs) Cause we actually filmed in Tulsa. So I had to fly, I got on a plane after, you know, not flying for however long. And uh, we went out there and it was just amazing. I I just had a really good time. Um, It's a movie with Matt Walsh and Eva Longoria and unplugging is about uh, a couple that has a, a digital detox, if you will. And so they do a weekend away where they just unplug and um, hilarity ensues.
0: <laughs> wow. And Leah Thompson's on that as well, right?
1: Yes. Wow. And she, she is amazing. She, she had such a fun role. You're fu- going to
0: like, and she's funny too. I mentioned when we talked to her, I went to go see a taping of whose line is it anyway? And she was the guest on there, and uh, just hilarious, and a great sport. I mean, you got to be a good sport to be on that show, number one. Um, oh, yeah. Because they really—, yeah. really got to be quick, too. They really hijinks you, but uh, again, funny. We are winding down here, but I want to mention Last Man Standing, because that's where I—the first thing I saw was your comedy reel from that, and just hilarious. And I've got a personal connection with that show as well. You know that ham radio station there, that—all well, the radios and stuff, you just go on to set— yeah, mm-hmm. those are actual working ham radio. They're hooked up and actually working. About seventy-five percent of that that cast are licensed ham radio operators, which is really cool. Really, and they used to go there. Did uh, they used that. to go there. The, the club, the local club out here in Southern California, would would uh, set up there and actually operate. And you could, you could people could like work work that station and talk to people and whatnot. All ham radio operators, so a lot of fun there. And um, it's sad that that show is gone because they got to they take everything down <laughs> i mean the, the, i mean <laughs> the, the crew put up all the antennas on the roof of those radios the radios were donated from icom electronics a fun time a big part of that show was that again a, a great uh, run and um oh that show was amazing yeah you were you um were, I- I was going to tell that. you.
1: I actually had a chance to. I I played two different characters on that show. You did. You did. You were a, <laughs> which was amazing. You were a cop. I, I wasn't expecting that. You were a cop in one. One of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like them. I was a cop in one and a school principal in yeah. another. And both <laughs> times, I got to work with Nancy Travis, who is oh, oh she's so sweet. She's so nice.
0: And what was it? What, uh, what was the show where you were the you were the inspector?
1: Oh, good girl!
0: Yeah, hilarious, yeah. just hilarious. <laughs> you know, and um, again, your roles are. I mean, they're they're, they're everyone's different. Even uh, working on Days of Our Lives, soap operas are always a good thing. Oh yeah, Joey, any soap operas at all? Yeah. for you? Did you do any-
2: uh, I I did just a couple of little one-liners on like Port Charles and General Hospital that was filming there uh, in L.A. Um, and Those I did a bit favorites. of yeah, and I did a bit of background work on um, on GH and and, and Port Charles. Um, yeah, that was about it. But I learned a lot just from from doing that and just watching.
1: Don't they work so yeah. fast? They have so much to do in such one, a limited period of time. They're amazing. Uh, it, it
2: is I, the most difficult job I think actors' job to have is is a soap.
0: Stacy, you were on you were on great. seven seven episodes of that show. That was, I mean, that was I was, yeah,
1: I was, it's, and um, I, I quickly found out that uh, you, you have to be fast. You know, on television shows, usually you can do a lot of different takes on, on soap operas. You might be doing one or two if you're lucky. So you bet. And then moving on. So you gotta, you gotta be on it. I have so much respect for those actors.
0: And then two huge oh, shows t- as well. Go, go ahead, Joey.
2: I was just going to say, you know, with soaps, it's interesting. Um, so in in LA we do rehearse, shoot, rehearse, shoot, rehearse, shoot um, for every for every scene, and then in New York I, I I dated a girl who was on One Life to Live, and it's um, the first half of the day is all rehearsals and blocking. Yeah. The second half oh. of the day is all shooting all of it. So it's it, it was and I was just told this is how they do it in New York, very different than LA. And I was like, wow, that is very different. Um, that is. I didn't know that. Yeah, she was a regular, so she had, oh uh, gosh, her place, her entire, like every bookshelf was just scripts stacked up. And I was like, how do, how do you do that? Because she's a main character. I'm like, how do you do that? And she's like, I don't touch a, I don't touch the script until the night before for that episode. That's it. She doesn't look at anything else. She only looks at the script bef- night the night before that she's about to do the next day. That's it.
1: Is it also because it changes a lot? Is that, or she just has a memory like that? Because I hear that that's, that's another layer of that's correct. You know, difficulty they have that they're like, here, take this additional page, get in there and do it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well that that, that would probably be another reason as well. But I, th- I think she just didn't have time. You don't have time. Like mm-hmm. we're saying, like you're shooting a full hour, like what we would normally shoot in a week, they shoot in one day.
1: Right, right.
2: Um, so like, it's, oh gosh, it is, it is hard work. Like it's you said, yeah. just take a yeah. very specific type of actor to to do, to do the uh, to do soap work.
0: Well, it's like and like mm-hmm. La- Last Man Standing. It's in front of a live audience, so that's
1: also yeah. Very that's a lot of fun. It's like a play. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I yeah. loved I it. Say. And I think that might have been. I think that was the second um, multicam show I had ever done. So being in front of a, a, a live audience is it's crazy because it's like stage and television coming together.
0: And they still use mic booms, which is uh, which is phenomenal. It's it's crazy. Um, there are some shows that will they will they will tape mics to you, um, I, but uh, for the most part, uh, the in studio stuff is still using uh, the the mic cranes and stuff. So that's phenomenal. Yeah. But, I mean, you, and again, um, the shows uh, again, so many to mention. You you truly have been blessed. I mean, to work on Sharp Objects, which is uh, iconic, and Big Little Lies. These are all shows that are are, are so iconic, and. Um, Definitely Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that.
1: And, they, and a special uh, remembrance to Jean-Marc Valet. He just passed away. Sure. He was the director of both of those. Huge loss. He just passed away at the beginning of the year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He was absolutely amazing. Yeah,
0: I'm going through social media and, uh-huh. and everyone knew him. You know, everyone knew him. He worked with everybody. Yeah. Here. And um, just the nicest guy. Yeah. You know? Those are the ones that uh, when they're gone, it's like. He, yeah, he you, really you was. Yourself, yeah. How are they going to re- replace him like that? Because you just can't hopefully somebody's inspired by him and then they'll carry on you know his his work ethic and traditions and stuff so it's good this has um been amazing Absolutely. it's an amazing show tonight um stacy um actress uh formerly a, a lawyer stage actress college grad all the way from atlanta and now look at you living the dream in the san fernando valley <laughs> outstanding
2: <laughs> she's you know. she's unstoppable. She I'm
0: couldn't... telling you, it's it's it's, it's amazing. Uh, will guys. you will you come on again, Stacey, sometime?
1: I would love I to. Love to. This, this has been on. so fun. I feel like we've it only, went by so quickly. i
0: have only scraped no, It's not over know. yet. No, it's just okay. About, oh okay. Just about. We are out of time, guys. I mean, it's uh, we've gone over just a little bit here. Um, Stacey, can uh, they follow oh. you on?
1: You got a website? Yes, please follow me on all of the platforms. Stacy Greenwell, Stacy with an IE. And Green, website, like a color, well like doing well.
0: And your website <laughs> is Stacy You
1: know, I don't have much of a website. Just stick with the social media. Okay. But yeah. I do have the domain name. So oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Guys. You can Google her.
0: You're all you're all over Google, by the way. So we just google we Google you. Oh yeah? Yeah, you're all over. it's all good though. Huh? It's
1: all... Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy
0: Greenwell, um, thank you so much
1: my pleasure mike and joey i've had such a good time talking with you thank you both thank you oh, thank you Stacey,
2: really quickly can you plug what shows you uh, that are coming out uh, in 2022
1: well i know unplugging will be um and thank you for that unplugging yeah. will be um hitting screens um in the spring I don't know exactly when and other than that, I don't know what's coming up next. We'll find out.
2: Mayor of Kingstown's on now. Is that correct?
1: Mayor of Kingstown, yeah, it's on. I'm in episodes seven, eight, and nine, but watch Yay. them all. It's a great show. I really like it. What network is that? I, I recommend it.
0: <laughs> what network is that?
1: That is Paramount Plus.
0: Okay. Yeah. Boy, everybody's on it. That's that's like the thing. Paramount Plus is crazy. righty. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh Stacy, thank you so much. And Joy Vieira, we're not done with you yet. What do you have coming up, Joey?
2: Oh, jeez. Um, oh, jeez. Really? What are uh, coming up? Uh, Love and Bloom, I believe, is coming out next month. Um, don't know what network just yet. I know that, that's going to be announced soon. Um, Escape from Spiderhead, which will be out sometime this year. Again, Netflix keeps pushing it uh, further, further back, so I'm not sure when that's coming out. But sometime in 2022. Uh, Joe Exotic, uh, which is a series about um, the Tiger King. Um, which will be out... Oh, geez. Again, that'll come out soon, 2022. Uh, I know... I think my episode on uh, Young Rock Season 2 will be out in March. That's Episode 10. Um, Christmas on the Farm, which is a, a Christmas um, a romantic comedy, which will be out... I believe it'll be out in November, December uh, okay. of this year in the U.S. Um, what else? Uh, Black Sight, which is a, a an action-packed film with... Uh, michelle monahan uh jason clark jai courtney um and a handful of other 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 uh, amazing uh, fun fun awesome actors um uh, that comes out this year as well again i'm not really sure when i know it's at, at uh, markets right now uh, i think that's it for now amazing
0: absolutely amazing <laughs> and how do they Joey. joey's, joey's right after you there right uh, Joey, how do they follow you? I'm,
2: I'm, I'm chasing I'm, I'm just chasing I'm right
0: behind her.
1: <laughs> I, I think you caught up. Just just what's what's coming up yet. We're equal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Joey. How it's do, an even race. So. And of course, Joey, you've been on the Conversations Radio a number of times. How do they follow you on social media? Uh
2: I am the Joey Vieira on Instagram. Uh Facebook is uh, Joey Vieira. Vieira is spelled really interestingly. Um with three vowels in a row, so it's a V-I-E-I-R-A, so Joey Vieira, the Joey Vieira, uh, and I'm awesome, IMDB, if you look me up on IMDB, if you wanna see recent or old credits, and, and my showreels is on IMDB, and that's um, imdb.com, uh, Joey Vieira is the search, uh, and all my info's there, uh, just like Stacy's. And Mike, are you on IMDB at all? I've got one credit. Yay! <laughs> it's for a, fil-
0: a film I did. I was an extra um, opposite Patrick Muldoon uh, It was called Fishes oh, wow. and Loaves, and I played a uh, a church parishioner. Nice. Um, yeah, we filmed we filmed for twelve hours in a church in San Fernando. It was hundred degrees outside, and they wouldn't run. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> <In the summer. laughs> it was uh, it was great. But, nice. um, uh, was That was a uh, that was a wonderful um, a wonderful sh- shoot though, and a great cast. For sure, Dina Meyer and, and again uh, Patrick Muldoon from Starship Troopers and Bernie the Dolphin and uh, Bruce Davison as well from X Men. So uh, wow. again, it was a fun time. So I have the I, my one credits right there. That's it. So <laughs> I belong, <laughs> and that that's important too. You know what? You, you know what? I sh- I should have asked you that. I I'm, before we go, the show's gonna go over. That's okay. Stacy, when did you feel yes? like you you actually belonged?
1: Belonged in the, hollywood yeah
0: i mean like i'm finally making up or do you still uh, feel i've you're always
1: up? felt like i belong okay good <laughs> like why why not me well, i yeah. mean i mean all of us are welcome and that's the great thing about this industry there's always another project, you know? Sure. So there's room for all of us to be the biggest stars ever. You know, there's, there's always tomorrow where, you know, Joey, me, you, we can, we can get that dream role that we've been wanting, you absolutely. know? So
0: absolutely, I've,
1: I've always belonged Mike. <laughs> awesome.
0: Very good. Hey, Stacy Greenwell and yes. Joey Vieira. I thank you. Mike, thank you. Thank you. Hey, next show is on February 9th, episode 119. We have a wonderful actress by the name of Jordan Currit. She plays Shamaya on ABC's Home Economics. That's uh, on opposite, uh, right after uh, the Connors. So go ahead and uh, and check that out. That'll be episode number 119 coming up on the 9th of February, 9th February, February 9th, and an hour early, 6.30 p.m. a little earlier, but uh, again, look for to that. Uh, and again, all our podcasts on Apple Podcasts as well as Amazon Music. Hey, Alexa, play Conversations Radio. I love that. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Hey, that's a wrap. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long.